Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In Wheel Time car show that airs live every Saturday, 9.30 a.m. to noon central. This is the award-winning car talk show, In Wheel Time, your weekly go-to all-things automotive place. Along with Mike out of this world, Mars, and King Conrad along, Jeff Zekin, too. I'm Don Armstrong. Glad you could join us on this Saturday. And uh, we uh, have a guest, finally. I know that you're probably really thrilled about that because uh, it <laughs> gives us something else to do and talk to not other than ourselves. And not have to listen to us, right? Exactly. Jabber on. So our guest this hour is Mr. Richard Tomlin. There, Are you in your car? Are you driving? Uh, down at MSR, uh, NASA Sports Club is actually racing today. So out here with a few customers, supporting a few people. A few customers for Apex? Yeah, a few customers for Apex. And then we've got uh, racers. This is a sister group for us. So SCCA is my sanctioning body, and NASA is the other sanctioning body that Races a lot of cars. About 300 people out here today racing. So, wow. so really there, good field of cars and selections. V8 guys just went by making a lot of noise. So is there a mass of Mazdas out there as well? Usually any of those. Always. Any, any always. Them, yeah, there's always a big buzz of MX-5s. Yep. The car to have. Okay, yeah, so you say they're do- you're down there to support them? In what way do you support them? Um, everything from running parts to adjusting suspension to giving suggestions on alignment settings and changes uh, to lines that people are driving on track. There are some people that are new to this facility, uh, people as far away as uh, New York this weekend. Now, let me ask so, you, uh, back, to the, back to the alignment settings. Do you have an alignment machine, machine there? How do you do that? Uh, there's an alignment machine here, but most people already have the alignment settings marked. Um, and they know what changes will modify your alignment, and you make a couple small changes and carry on. Can I do that on the Corvette? I wouldn't advise you doing it, Don. <laughs> <laughs> you need to torque wrench. Based on what I've been told. <laughs> rumor well, has it. Rumor has it, and it's not a rumor. It's actually the truth. <laughs> I would be yeah. so lost. But uh, but you can do it, and that's the way the guys do it usually? Yeah, so you'll, you'll get your baseline settings. You'll come in certain tracks, different asphalt uh, levels. Uh, how much grip you've got on that set of tires. Sometimes you'll put a little extra toe out. Um, this track has favor for a camber. Um, so people will usually pick up camber over what they would run at a normal track like NOLA um, or maybe even at Circuit of the Americas. I find that very interesting because, you know, even at the novice level, which I would consider, you know, SCCA or NASA, something like that, where not, it's not necessarily top pros, you know, guys that are just right. now getting into it that um, you would learn that sort of thing in that club or organization. Yeah, that's where it all starts. Uh, you, you start here very incrementally learning all these little details, and it's amazing how something as simple as adding a little toe out will change the entire mannerisms of the car. Richard, and is, that's is, the, is the track flat, or is it is it peaked and pitched into curves and turns? It, so what, if you hop online, uh, MSR specifically, when it was built, was built in a rice field. So what they did is they went in and built corners that are what we call on camber. And then they built corners that are off camber. So the actual road is going away from you. Um, but online, they show a map that actually goes through. I think the highest one is six degrees of camber uh, that you gain in one of the corners called the carousel. Um, they've got a couple that drop off at four degrees camber. Um, and if you're not paying attention, that's the kind of stuff that will catch you out. And out, if somebody hasn't out done the weeds. Know the track well. Yeah. You know. yeah. Catch but you yeah. out in the weeds on or one of those in the rice field. Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. 
when it's when it's wet out here, it's it's very wet. And then when it's dry, it's extremely dry. Uh, during the lemons race, we had a old school, let's just call it a hobby stock car that was racing with us on lemons and uh, spun, went across the grass and literally just set a uh, trail like napalm across the fire. <laughs> the flame car just went across. Um, exhaust was warm on that one. <laughs> how funny. So how many classes are running today? There's going to be about 64 classes total because oh there's gosh. Uh, time trials and road race today. Well, the, he said he had 300 cars. Yeah. yeah. And and so do they have the MX-5s? Do they all run as one class or do they intermingle in other classes there, as well? There's about five classes you can run the Spec Miatas in. Um, people will go up and down a class just to get more seat time, more track time. Uh, but the spec Miata group today, will probably have 50 cars in it. Oh, wow. 50. How, how much the do they, count. how much do they charge somebody, uh, to run in a r- race? Um, entry fee this weekend is about four fifty, three seventy five to four fifty, depending on which license you need. And how much track time will that get you? You should net... About two hours and 15 minutes. Oh, my. Oh, so so at, eight, at 8.30 in the morning, 300 cars, you've already had some classes go out. How? What's yeah. the duration of the day? And is it best to go out in the morning or afternoon? or? Um, it all, it's all sessions. So you've got prescribed times that you'll actually go out. They run. Uh, this group runs 20-minute sessions um, for the entire weekend. So you go through those eight, and they cycle out. Most of the road race stuff is in the morning. The uh, time trial stuff will be in the afternoon. And is this a points event? Yeah, this is their season op- a season opener this year. Great. Okay. Is that the reason you mentioned somebody you had somebody down from New York? Is that yep the reason they're coming down that far? Yeah, just chasing season points. That, wow. The fact that they're it's also cold. trying to get out of the snow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's miserable up there. I'm sure. Well, I grew up up there. It's miserable all the time up there. Yeah, and then <laughs> when in the winter, it's worse. Well, I I do have this the uh, February seventh. Um, we are having an autocross at uh, the dog track that's now closed in Hitchcock. Yes. Um, I think it's the first time I've been able to tell you guys ahead of time that we're having one due to all the COVID restrictions. We've been on and off schedules, but February 7th, we will be racing um, at the dog track. Um, H-O-U-S-E-C-A or find us on Facebook. Um, Our last event, we had 130 cars show up out there. So things are getting back to normal in the car community, at least. So that's Greyhound Park down there right off of I-45? Yep, I-45, exit 17. So what would you charge Don to bring his vet down there? No, 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 they'd pay me so everybody could sit around and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> be the halftime entertainment? <laughs> Depends on the entertainment value. Putting him in a few cars would probably be more entertaining. Yeah, well, yeah. Listen to him scream like put, a Put girl. an audio mic on him and let him see what fast <laughs> looks like. So that that will be an invite for anybody who wants to come join SCCA for the day and run what you brung. Listen, I'm not a professional when it comes to that sort of stuff, but I can tell you that having done it once, if you want to immerse yourself into something that is just a ton of fun, you're not going to hurt the car. Take it out to an autocross. Oh, yeah. Because it's a single car event. Right. There's only one car on the track at a time, basically. And, um, they they you ride with somebody like Richard. He'll tell you what to do and how to do it. Is it is it a two gear event? Two gear event. Most cars just first seconds. All you need. Right. Exactly. And uh, you know top speed. What maybe fifty miles, sixty miles an hour. In, in a stock car, you'll see fifty, fifty five. In the prepared cars, you'll see seventy, seventy five. 
Yeah, and let me tell you something. I learned at my only one and only event that the prepared cars, dude, they are prepared. I mean, it's a complete suspension redo, adjustability, all of that. And uh, it, you, you know, you can see one all the way across the parking lot coming at you. Yeah, it's, 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 it's major. The way I explain it to them, Don, is the, uh, the amount of grip that we generate on those cars, the prepared cars specifically, you get about 40 miles out of a set of tires. Yeah, that's what driving. I was just about to ask. How quickly can you eat a set of tires, even in a yeah. in a stock class, let's say, especially since your your Corvette sounds like it needs tires, might be time to <laughs> might be time to go Those run do. it at the track and then it will definitely need tires. I just had all the fluids changed by Carolina over professional auto care. There you so go. it's ready to go. And now that there I'm gonna have to blow through a set of tires, this would be a perfect way to that's do it. That's right. And and what yeah. what date is that? At Gulf that Greyhound Park, February seventh. It's a Sunday. I got another one, March seventh. So, so those are both, both Sundays. Of the month. Both Sundays. Yeah, both Sundays. What time? What time does it start, and how much is it? <laughs> I might go. You need to be. You need to be on site by seven, and it's uh, forty-five dollars for non-members. Members are thirty-five. Like going bowling. <laughs> right. <laughs> and if you drink beer, it's cheaper than going bowling. And wear your bowling shirt while you're out I'll there. I'll wear my bowling shirt. Well, I don't think Richard wants you drinking beer there. <laughs> I, I don't drink beer. We've already talked about Everclear and Yeah, no, and see, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm going to drink, it's not. I was it's cheaper not, than buying a bunch of beer while you're bowling. It'd be cheaper to go drive the car. I don't drink beer, and I go for the hard stuff. So just, you got that, right? That's even worse. It's then. in his windshield washer. <laughs> it's in the windshield washer bottle. <laughs> hey, so the Corvette, the Corvette, Don, you should get some tires, though, because uh, it looks like April, we will be holding an event called Track Night in America. Um, this is from the SECA National Office, but they put 50,000 people on track last year across the U.S. Oh, um, wow. There's an event where you come in, you pay like 175 bucks, um, and you'll get basically 45 minutes to an hour of real track time. Now, is that track time by yourself, or will, can somebody track come? Track time by yourself with coaching from outside the vehicle. Um, Haggerty Insurance is one of the sponsors on this, so Angelica will be there as well. Um, honestly, it would be good to get you guys down there just to see some of what we do and uh, what kind of cars show up. This is uh, no roll cages. You just show up in your basic car, bring your Corvette with a decent set of tires. We're going to get you out on a small track, uh, Grand Sport Speedway, and uh, get you out there to play a little bit and learn some of the things we do in our club. Gotcha. Do you have a date on that, Richard? Yeah, April. 7th. We don't have a date just yet. We're still working with the Grand Sport, and uh, we got a couple things going on in April. So, timing is key, and we're trying to pick the right weekend. I think we sure. got four events that month. Okay, cool. Now, are you as one? As soon of... as I get a date, I will let you know, Don. Okay, are you one of the coaches? Yes, I will be. I should be the lead coach. We'll see what happens, though. If I can get somebody else to come in, so I can go be a social butterfly. I'll probably go social butterfly. It'd be a good opportunity to take a uh, an Oles rally out there. Ooh, no, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to beat on the Oldsmobile. I've I've beat on beat. Used to beat on my 442. I'm not going to beat on this. I can't afford to break this one. But and now, nice. he, but more importantly than that, he'd have to clean out the, <laughs> the trunk. trunk. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. <laughs> Tires and shocks. Yeah, exactly. They, they never let up, Richard. So, Richard, are you? Did you bring a car out to this event today? Nope, no cars for me today. All my stuff's broken again, so that's how it goes. <laughs> but how did you break it and where? Um, this is still recovering from Mexico. We took that uh, rocket ship apart, and uh, we upgraded from our little 5.3 motor to a 7-liter. Oh, wow. So 
little more power. A little. It should be, should be so, amazing. So when are you going back to Mexico to run? Uh, April. <laughs> so end of April, <laughs> we're back in Mexico. So you're, you're busy you're April. Busy April. Yeah, April. We've also got wrench rally happening again. We're going to go from Houston to Vegas. I saw that. Um, goal, goal is to donate 10 cars to single parents. Yep. So uh, we donated six, you know, uh, fall. So this spring, we're going to try and get 10 vehicles donated. Yeah, Richard, are you going to go from here to Las Vegas, or are you going to go Vegas back no, to here? here to Vegas. Here to, here to Vegas. Oh, okay. So we'll buy, we'll buy a cheap car here and road trip it to Vegas. And uh, one of the participants from the Wrench Rally here um, is in Phoenix, and he runs a car charity there. So we'll be donating directly to his okay, charity. Talk oh, about okay. that before. Okay. It sounds like a fun event. It yeah. really sounds good. And what's your dollar limit on buying a car here? Well, we're changing some of the rules. So... <laughs> We're, what we're going to do is when la- we did the last one, we set the value at, I think it was 1750 bucks. But what we found was when you're donating the car to a single mother or a single father, they need something with four doors, not two. Um, so we had a bunch of people running out grabbing BMWs, Mercedes, and Audis that were two doors. Great cars for the money, but it didn't help the family. Um, so we're going to up the value, and we're going to increase the entry fee to where we go to a four-person team instead of two. Gives people more time to rest, relax, enjoy the event, and gets us a better car to donate to those single parents. Oh, nice. Yeah, because the people sitting in the back are not going to be wanting to be sitting in the back of a Mazda Miata because there is no back. <laughs> exactly. So you're expecting a few more minivans and Suburbans and Tahoes this one, huh? Hoping that is, anyway. That is the goal for sure. Yeah, that'll be cool. For sure. And, and for people to understand what Wrench Rally is – uh, Richard coordinates the wrench rally and go ahead and tell us what the, what the criteria are to, uh, to attend. Well, what happens really is uh, you get a bunch of your friends together, you buy a car and literally the next day you set out on a 2000 mile road trip with three of those best friends. And, uh, we set up rally points along the way, things you have to find riddles, puzzles, if you want to call them that. Um, we have waypoints, which are designated points that you have to go to within a certain amount of time. But then you can go off course and get all these additional bonuses. And it's a road trip, social event. Uh, we've got a service truck. We've also got Haggerty's on board with their uh, AAA, basically. They uh, have a roadside service that they'll provide for events that's just second to none. And uh, it's about having a good time with friends and family. If you have to work on something, we're there to help you. Or Do they remain friends Haggerty's after the event? Do what? Do they remain friends after the event? They have so far. Actually, uh there's a group of us that are getting together every other week for lunch since that event happened. It's pretty interesting. Any marriages happen along the way? <laughs> Not yet. Don's, Don, there, Don's so. looking Don's for number hoping. four. <laughs> He's always looking. Always looking. So do you guys have lunch at Taco City down there in Alvin? Oh, yes. That's, often. That's a good That's a good place well, to I eat. Well, heard, I heard you stop by for my my place for lunch the other day and i wasn't there so well it's and they wouldn't let me hang out they wanted me to get back <laughs> in the truck and leave i was kind of yeah. interested in hanging out and, and they were no 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 you need to get out no, of here you, you, you gotta move along sir move along <laughs> <laughs> we have too many secrets here yeah, no loitering so what yeah, what's the date on that wrench rally the wrench rally is going to be 8th 9th and 10th of april let me something do you happen to have an online calendar for yourself so when yeah, we, when, yeah, when we want to, uh, you know, be you for a month, at least we'll know your schedule so we can glom right. on. We're, uh, we're working on that. And, uh, <laughs> we're also, I'm learning this stuff now called YouTube. Um, yeah. so we're going to have start having this YouTube channel, which I know you guys have been dealing with for the last year. Or so following in your footsteps, oh, but, uh, 
We're trying. You said falling in our footsteps. <laughs> oh. Or following. Following. <laughs> well, we wish you luck on Wrench Rally. It's a great, great charity event uh, because one of the things I think you, you kind of mentioned is at the end of the event, the car is donated to a needy family in the area, though I think you're going to go to Vegas and then you're going to bring them back to Phoenix to donate them yep. in the Phoenix area. But uh, what a great thing to do, and uh, people who are interested can get a hold of you where for Wrench Rally? Um, Facebook, Instagram, Wrench Rally on all of them. The website's still being developed. Uh, that's part of holding the release up right now is uh, getting the web pages where it looks appropriate and speaks the message about what we're trying to do. Now, Richard, where is where is the family? Are they located in Houston or in Vegas that you're donating the vehicle no, to? The, these are going to be in Phoenix this time. Phoenix, okay. Yeah. We're working with a guy uh, – JC Supercars, but he donated 12 cars to single mothers the month of December. Wow. Um, and that's just what he does. He's got a supercar business, and they fund uh, through his 501c3 to give cars away. But he gives away a car a month and 12 the month of December. So we're partnering up with him to learn some more. Um, and then we're going to donate, hopefully, 10 cars to his charity when we're there. Don would like to donate a Craftsman torque wrench to... <laughs> Yeah, I think I still have the broken one you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for the Sears representative, I'm sorry, the Craftsman representative to show up here and, you know, threaten me or uh, actually apologize a lot. I uh, posted up a link to Wrench Rally on our Facebook stream here. Oh, cool. So, Very good. Uh, hopefully drive um, you some and, people uh, interested. Enjoy the 24 hours of Daytona this way today. Starts at Keating, uh, our Texas native, is on pole for class. Yes, and uh, Alec Udell's there wandering around, I think, looking for a drive. Yeah, he, but he, He's back in town today. Oh, um, he, he got back last night, okay. I believe. So I know he's we've been... got an event coming up with him in March as well. So I'll get uh, those dates back to you. Is so that the one? About that. Is that the one up at his uh, up at the karting track? No, this should be something that we're doing at MSR. This is going to be a lot of supercar focus, um, but I believe it's going to be on a Saturday. So uh, it may be something we get you guys here to as well. Cool. Well, you just never know where we might show up. That's true. Uh, understood. Understood. Yeah, it may One be directly out of jail, but whatever. <laughs> we can help with that, too. Uh, yeah, I'm sure yeah, I'm sure that you can after the race. Richard, it's great to talk to you, sir. Appreciate it, guys. We'll talk to you all soon. Thank, Thank you. you. Richard Tomlin, and he is uh, the executive for uh, the SCCA here in the region, and he's also Mr. Apex Auto Works. So. Thank you very much, sir. A, a reminder that we'd love to hear from you anytime. Just shoot us an email. The address is info at inwheeltime.com. And if you don't know that by now, well, we just told you. Info at inwheeltime.com. Anything and everything that you want to say, because guess who reads that? Mars over there. Yes, sir. That guy. So if you've got something Send ugly. Send me to, something. If you got something to say directly to him. Something ugly? Mars at InWheelTime.com. Use a lot of bad words. <laughs> yeah, bad words are always good. Uh, bad words are welcome. All right, uh, let's uh, check in with uh, Conrad and this week in Otto history. Well, um, it's spelled O-T-T-O. No, Otto. it isn't Otto. It's Otto. <laughs> it's odd O. How about Opal history? Oh. In 1890, 1899, 
Um, the five Opal brothers five began converting sewing machine and, and an appliance factory. I know. Uh, I drove one of those. Into the automobile works in Russelsheim, Germany. Um, I didn't realize that they had started as a sewing machine company. So this is the first vehicle they ever built. <laughs> they made an Opal vehicle. Mm-hmm. That was a um, – who, who made the Opal? The, the, the Opal. sports car. Opal. In, in 1907 <laughs> – in Ormond Beach, Florida. He's ignoring that I question. Know. Yeah, he is. I like that question. <laughs> in uh, 1907 in Ormond Beach, Florida, Glenn Curtis. Oh, my God. An engineer got his start building motors for bicycles, set the unofficial land speed record on a home-built <laughs> V8 motorcycle <laughs> of 107 miles an hour. And guess what? He didn't live after that. Oh, my gosh. Is that crazy? Don't see a helmet. Don't see a parachute. Nah, we don't need any of that. Don't need no stinking helmet. <laughs> he went 107 miles an hour on that. <laughs> on Good that for thing. You're out of your mind. Good for um, him. In 1912 in Chicago, Illinois, the patent for the automobile horn. By the way, let me just interrupt this. The, 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 this guy here, the V8 on the bicycle, that would have been me at, <laughs> at, at, the, uh, at the Paul Berlin's <laughs> Dome Shadows Club that and, night. And and I, matter of fact, I think it was. Was because that 1907? That, uh, that, was, that was the day that I shot across that lighted dance floor. And the engine was donated by Richardson Chevrolet. That's it. <laughs> and so the automobile horn was patented in 1912 this week, and it was a multi-piped horn that was powered by the exhaust system, so it could actually play a tune. Really? Yeah. Kind of like a whoopee cushion. How annoying would that be? <laughs> look at start the and car. Today, and today, if you use the horn, you're almost going to get look, shot. Look at that ad. That is that's reliable quite, quite signal unique. avoids accidents. Play it again. Blow it again, Mister. Yep. Let's and they're made in four sizes. You said it. I didn't. And then in 1920, the Lincoln Motor Car Company was founded this week, and two years later was acquired by Ford. I didn't realize that Lincoln stood alone by itself and then was acquired by Ford. Was it Mr. Lincoln? Yep. Like, is it Abraham? Well, not Abraham, but yeah. Probably one of his Mm -hmm. relatives down the line a bit. That's a good-looking car. I like that. Very good-looking car. And then in uh, 1950... Tucker, the of the fame of Tucker Motor Company, with uh, with their pretty innovative car, the front headlight was directional when you turn the steering wheel. It had a a rear engine, uh, flat six cylinder in it. Pretty very very innovative. My dad always car. talked about going to see that for the very first time at Soldier Field, which is where the Chicago Bears play, and it was a big big deal because nothing had ever been seen like this before. Did yeah. he have a helicopter engine? Yes, it had an uh, uh, aeromotive, aeromotive engine, yeah. And then, uh, you know, the car was actually produced in 47 and 48 um, and had lots of remarkable features to it. But Tucker was indicted on 31 counts of fraud. And as he fought for his freedom in court, the company failed. So this week in 1950, Preston Tucker was cleared of all fraud charges against him. Uh, but it was a little too little too late. And the, the company had already failed. Uh, but Tucker Automobile was uh, quite a historical car. And many believe that the legal actions against Tucker were sponsored by the big three automakers who feared sure the were. competition. Yeah, yeah conspired. Right. Yeah. And then the the movie Tucker is it, it's worth watching. Yeah, actually, a very cool movie talking about the story. There's a second picture of this same car. If you have, roll it. Yeah, I'm rolling. Roll the picture. So you know, again, the engine was in the trunk, 
and that's the the air for the radiator coming back. Look at the six exhaust pipes on it. Pretty pretty cool little car. Well, for the era, yeah. Very cool car. And then in 1954, General Motors introduced the Firebird XP21 show car, the world's first gas turbine car. I thought that was the coolest car. Mm -hmm. And and that car actually still exists at the Heritage Museum in huh. uh, in Warren, Michigan. It looks There's, like a little soapbox derby car. Yeah, well, yeah, but with you know with a gas turbine, yeah. basically a jet engine in the back of it. There are actually three Firebirds that they had made back in the fifties. So, and then in 1965, the Shelby GT350 was uh, introduced, uh, developed by American auto racer Carroll Shelby. Uh, they launched it this week in 65, uh, and it featured a 306 horsepower 289. And right now, those cars are selling at auction, you know, in the uh, just short of the million dollar range. I watched the Netflix show on Shelby. Uh, he was not a well man when he was driving. He, he had some health issues. Well, I think that's why he he retired from driving. Right. Um, uh, in the in the late sixties, I believe, is when he well, finally retired yeah, from driving. Yeah, late sixties, but he the health issues before that. Right. In the news this week, Toyota overtook Volkswagen Group to become the world's top-selling automaker in 2020 as the slump in demand caused by the coronavirus pandemic hit VW harder. It was the first time Toyota clinched the position in five years. VW's group global deliveries declined by 15%. The extent of the automaker's sales losses was largely determined by their level of exposure to the regions most disrupted by the virus. And James David Power. Ring a bell? Yeah, why? Turned a scrappy home business that tracked customer satisfaction with new quality vehicle into a global uh, market research firm that today monitors everything from consumers' experience with new car sales and service to auto lenders, airlines, healthcare providers, home builders, and hoteliers. Died Saturday, a week ago oh, today. I didn't know that. Huh. He was 89. Power died of natural causes at his home in Westlake Village, California. J.D. Power Today, headquartered in Troy, Michigan, was launched in the family kitchen with an automotive customer survey thing that measured and ranked new vehicle quality. The company entered in the auto market with the first client, Toyota, back in 1969. And That's it for this. It's the dominant survey. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's it for this hour of the In Wheel Time Car Show. Our next hour starts right after a quick break. Stay with us. Tailpipes and Tacos is Houston's premier cruise-in, and you're invited to join in. Whether you're a cruiser or spectator, Tailpipes and Tacos is the place to enjoy made-to-order breakfast tacos, fresh coffee, and mingle with Houston's fun car people. Mark your calendar for Saturday, February 20th for Tailpipes and Tacos at the Loopy Tortilla Mexican Restaurant in Katy, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Tailpipes and Tacos is free, and everyone's invited. You will see collector cars, hot rods, customs, magnificent originals, and resto mods all at one location. Cars from all over Southeast Texas cruise in and show off in a friends and family event at the Loopy Tortilla Mexican Restaurant on the Grand Parkway at Kingsland Boulevard just south of I-10 in Katy. Drag racer, car enthusiast, and Loopy founder Stan Holt brings you Houston's hottest cruise in, Tailpipes and Tacos, Saturday, February 20th, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Loopy's in Katy. The in-wheel time car show will be there, too. Get your ride ready, and we'll see you at the Tailpipes and Tacos Saturday morning cruise in, February 20th, 8 to 11 a.m. at Loopy's in Katy, weather permitting. 
Texas Truck Works is your go-to truck customizer. From mild-to-wild lift kits, custom wheels and steering and handling enhancements, to the best personal and commercial wraps, Texas Truck Works delivers. Let Texas Truck Works founder Scott Stevens help you get the most out of your truck or Jeep. Texas Truck Works has decades of customizing experience, including power adders and complete engine swaps. Let the Texas Truck Works team design an upgrade plan that fits your budget. Get truck attitude today at TexasTruckWorks.com. That's it for this podcast episode of the In Wheel Time Car Show. I'm Don Armstrong, inviting you to join us for our live show every Saturday, 9.30 a.m. to noon central on Facebook, YouTube, and our InWheelTime.com website. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, iHeart Podcast, TuneIn, Google Podcast, and Podcast Addict. Keep listening, and we'll see you soon.